Welcome to the European Heart Journal Case Report Podcast 2021. I'm Dr. Ashwin Babu, Podcast Editor. Today, I'll be talking about a case report by Shilvax Rao, Arjun Kanwal, and Sriram Padmanabhan from Baltimore, USA, titled Case Report of Bart Syndrome, A Forgotten Course of Cardiomyopathy. Introduction Bart Syndrome is an ultra-rare, multi-system, X-linked recessive mitochondrial disorder primarily affecting males due to variants in a nuclear DNA-located gene encoding for the cardiolipin transiclase tafasin. Biochemically, tafasin variants result in a decrease in total cardiolipin and thus leading to an alteration in the normal mitochondrial activity in tissues with high energy demand, such as heart and skeletal muscle. It has an alarmingly high mortality rate in childhood, and diagnosis in adults is exceedingly rare. The authors present an exceptional case of a 27-year-old man with a diagnosis of non-ischemic cardiomyopathy secondary to Barth syndrome. Summary of case reports. A 27-year-old man who was previously fit and well presented to the emergency department with a few weeks' history of lightheadedness, chest pain, dyspnea, orthopnea, and bilateral lower extremity edema. He had a significant family history with a brother being diagnosed with Barth syndrome. An examination, the patient was hypotensive with a blood pressure of 86 over 54 and tachycardic at a rate of 104 beats per minute. There was no respiratory compromise and physical examination revealed a raised JVP, reduced air entry in the lung basis and pitting edema bilaterally in the lower limbs. Full blood count revealed leukopenia, neutropenia and monocytosis. Lipid profile demonstrated hypocholesterolemia with a normal LDL and a low HDL. Admission ECG revealed sinus tachycardia with a ventricular rate of 128 beats per minute and a prolonged QTC interval of 589 milliseconds. An echocardiogram demonstrated biventricular enlargement with a severely reduced left ventricular ejection fraction of 15 to 20%. Coronary angiogram revealed unobstructed coronary arteries and a right heart catheterization demonstrated a mean pulmonary artery pressure of 16 mm per mercury, with a reduced cardiac index of 2.02 liters per minute per meter squared. HIV testing was negative, and thyroid function tests revealed subclinical hypothyroidism. Based on the history, laboratory test, imaging, and invasive investigations, it was deemed that the patient likely had a diagnosis of Barth syndrome. He was carefully diureased to uvolemia with 20 mg of furosemide, anti-heart failure therapies including carvidolol, entresto, and spironolactone was initiated, and outpatient cardiac MRI with late gadolinium imaging did not provide any obvious etiology for the cause of heart failure. Patients subsequently went on to have genetic testing, which was positive for mutation in the tefacin gene, and thus the diagnosis of Barth syndrome was confirmed. He continued to have ongoing follow-up with the heart failure services and a subsequent echocardiogram two years later showed significant cardiac remodeling with an improvement in left ventricular size and function with an ejection fraction of 45 to 50%. Discussion Barth syndrome is classically described as a triad of cardiomyopathy, neutropenia and skeletal myopathy. Survival past infancy is extremely unique in Barth syndrome, 
and there are currently less than 200 males worldwide living with this fatal condition. The disabling mutations or deletions in the tafasin gene leads to a reduction in the remodeling of cardiolipin, which is the principal phospholipid component of the inner mitochondrial membrane. This in turn compromises the function of the electron transport chain and aerobic respiration and consequently leads to a deficiency in ATP production. This then eventually manifests phenotypically as a cardiomyopathy. Heart failure is the most frequent clinical finding at birth and is the most prominent cause of death in infants with Barth syndrome. The cardiac phenotype can vary from dilated cardiomyopathy, left ventricular non-compaction, prolonged QTC, endocardial fibroelastosis, and hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Conduction disturbances such as prolonged QTC can also be present. Except the classical triad of dilated cardiomyopathy, skeletal myopathy, and neutropenia, other pertinent features include hypocholesterolemia, reduced exercise tolerance, and growth delay. Other non-cardiac sequelae include attention deficit, recurrent apathous ulcers, sore gums, delayed puberty, and recurrent infections. The patient in this case report demonstrated multiple features of Barth syndrome. This included a dilated cardiomyopathy phenotype, QTC prolongation, neutropenia, and hypocholesterolemia. Further, it is important to note that cardiomyopathy secondary to Barth syndrome may duplicate a viral myocarditis or cardiomyopathy presentation. There have been case series of patients with Barth syndrome presenting in fulminant heart failure with a concomitant respiratory illness. There is also a confirmed risk of ventricular arrhythmias and sudden cardiac death in Barth syndrome, which seems to be independent to the severity of heart failure. Currently, there is no curative treatment available for Barth syndrome, and the cornerstone of management is treating the specific manifestations of the disease. For example, Barth syndrome-associated cardiomyopathy usually responds well to anti-heart failure medications. A cross-sectional study of 30 patients with Barth syndrome and cardiomyopathy revealed that more than 50% of patients normalized their ejection fraction on guideline-directed medical therapy. Given the extremely young age of onset, those patients who do not respond to medication should be considered early for advanced heart failure therapies and subsequent cardiac transplantation. Conclusion This case report highlights the importance of considering more uncommon causes of non-ischemic dilated cardiomyopathy, such as Barth syndrome, on the background of other relevant features, such as neutropenia, skeletal myopathy, and hypocholesterolemia. Genetic testing is required to confirm the diagnosis, and these patients require a multidisciplinary team approach due to the wide variety of organs it can affect. The authors wanted to highlight the following learning points. 1. Barth syndrome is a genetic condition with a wide spectrum of clinical features including cardiomyopathy, neutropenia, exercise intolerance, growth delay, 3-methylglutonic aciduria, and hypercholesterolemia. 2. In the absence of an obvious underlying cause, with the appropriate historical information, clinical exam, laboratory investigations, and imaging findings, Barth syndrome should be considered as a likely cause of non-ischemic cardiomyopathy. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this interesting case for us. And thank you for listening to European Heart Journal Case Reports Podcast. References 
and the original case reports are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHACR for other interesting case reports. Music is computed by state shows.